There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dark to Light Show. My name is Josh here with the the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Jim Price. Hello. Jim Price, how are you doing? What's up, buddy, today? man? Thank you meow, for the intro. Man, no, meow, man. Meow. Meow. Yeah, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> I was just on a show with Jim a little while ago, and uh, you see this black figure kind of floating in the backdrop, knocking things over, and Jim just had to keep his composure. His cat got in the way. So. It's not my cat, man. It's not my cat. It's not my monkey. It's not my circus. Oh, man. My son brought home two cats when he moved back from California a few months ago. And uh, so inherently, the cats are here. And so yeah, we were doing doing taping. And uh, yeah, the cat wanted to be in the business. Wanted to be right up in there. And I don't mind so much in my live show in the afternoons, but uh, you know, trying to keep it professional. But it was cool. So it's funny. Funny story. Ha ha ha. So anyway. What's uh hey what's going on in the world of uh craziness? I, Zelensky's not going to be able to talk on the House. McCarthy didn't let him do that. What's up with that? I thought we, me and uh, we and Z are all cool. We give well, him two hundred billion dollars. Uh, apparently, there's a, a massive dichotomy between Congress and Senate, and I'm what? pretty sure that uh, that the Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy. Uh, was mm-hmm. told by the Freedom Caucus that uh, we will remove you. You remember when they warned him last week? We will remove you. I'm pretty sure right. he had a sit-down private meeting and was told, uh, no Zelensky, no more money to Ukraine. Um, and hopefully he listens. But we just had Mitch McConnell ushering Zelensky through Senate. And, oh, we got Zelensky here. Let's get him some more money. Oh, but come on. <sighs> you know, guys, that's such a farce. You know, it really is. Uh, did you see? The, have you, Josh? Have you seen the videos of this dude when he was doing his uh, male acting <clears throat> stuff? And then uh, well, I cleared my throat. I'm not going to talk about what he was doing. But and then the whole comedian thing. Have you actually seen this guy in action? Oh have yeah. Have you seen all yeah, that stuff? Absolutely. Yeah. This nope, is nope, uh, 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 some. A, there's, there's some. He's a character. <laughs> he is a character, isn't he? Playing his part to do his duty. Uh, like they have told him to do. I love the fact that he always shows up in the same uniform, though. He's very driven on the over-the-head uh, T-shirt with the trident on the chest and the green pants and the the boots. He definitely has a kit he wears constantly. It's nice to see. Good, good well, thing. He, he's an actor, and he's just in costume, Jim. Oh, costume. Oh, he's playing a world leader. Nice. So is there anything actually... actor. Do we actually have world leaders, or are these just really all just paid actors? Seriously, I mean, are these really presidents, or is everybody just a total... You, you follow what I'm saying? Like, are they all just paid off? Are they all just playing a part? This is the part I don't understand, is like, do we have well, anything that this? is real? How about this? Let me give you an example here. Do you know the okay. comedian Jeff Dunham? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got, the, he's got the puppets, right? He's the ventriloquist, he's got the puppets. Right. Yeah, Dunham, I want everybody. Dunham. I want everybody to go Google Jeff Dunham Walter puppet. Oh yeah, oh, and, and yeah. tell me who that looks like. 
<laughs> he's done a great job with it. Well, I mean, oh. he predicted it. He predicted it. It's Joe Biden. It it's is. Joe it Biden. Really but but listen. So okay. I, I, you know, I want to I want to talk about a few things today. And uh-huh. Zelensky in Washington D.C. is the least of my concerns. He's gonna yes. he's gonna grift to get billions of dollars. He came out today and said, "We cannot win this war without the financial assistance of the United States of America." And I'm like, "Does somebody want to tell this guy like you you you've lost? It, it's over. Like there is no winning. There is no coming back. Like you've depleted." The male testosterone in your in your country by sixty percent because of the death toll. Like there is no winning this war, and Russia is just playing. Russia is a cat playing with a mouse when it comes to what's happening in that war over there. So you know right. this is just nothing more than embezzlement of U.S. taxpayer dollars to a foreign country, which will come right back into the pockets of American politicians through BlackRock and the Clinton Initiative and all these other co- companies. Because, you know, Jim, what's interesting is the war is still going mm-hmm. on, but yet BlackRock and the Clinton Initiative are out there rebuilding Ukraine. And why are they rebuilding Ukraine? Because Ukraine was announced as one of the primary countries to be the first smart city, to be the smir- first sustainable development city produced. And it's interesting because... Uh, uh, what? Tomashenko. Tomashenko is the yeah. political opposition to Zelensky. So she runs the political opposition party in Ukraine. And she's been very, very outspoken against Zelensky of what's happening, especially to the Ukrainian people. Now, a, a few months ago, she came out and was talking about how Ukraine is having land auctions. Did you hear about this? They're having land auctions. What? No, they're not. So, oh, yeah. So what happened what is, is when Russia invaded Ukraine... Uh-huh. They uh, they went out there and arrested all of the oligarchs who they declared were uh, pro-Russia. They also suppressed and arrested hundreds of thousands of citizens as well as the uh, opposition political party who were pro-Russia. Well, a lot of those people have all committed suicide and are now dead. Kind of interesting there. But their right. land, their land has gone up for auction. And so what they did is instead, and they're using the land auctions to raise money for the war effort. But instead of selling this to Ukrainian citizens, as Tomashenko has put, pointed out, they're not allowing right. Ukrainian citizens to bid on the land. Instead, they're allowing foreign interests to bid on the land like BlackRock and the Clinton Global Initiative. Yep, Clinton. Uh, Clinton just getting was it uh, the down payment of thirty billion dollars to go in there and uh, rebuild Ukraine. Oh yeah, the Clinton just yeah, and we we sent the money. America sent the the World Bank the money to transfer to the Clinton Foundation to go in and rebuild Ukraine. Why did it, Clintons are into the rebuilding? Like what what uh, does does uh, Uncle Bill got a general contractor's license? I didn't know about. I didn't even he doesn't have a lawyer's license. How does he have a GC license? I guess you don't need one in a war-torn country. You can just build whatever standard you want. But do you see what I'm saying there? Like this doesn't make sense. Twenty or thirty, twenty well, or thirty no, it billion makes, dollars it makes complete sense when you understand exactly what Hillary Clinton did in Haiti. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, come on, now. There you go. they are nothing more than the <laughs> ultimate grifters. And, and you know what's interesting too is because this conversation came up. Zelensky was talking about the hundreds of thousands of missing children that Russia, quote-unquote, has been taking from Ukraine. Now, this is Liar. interesting because we have uh, we have connections that Ukraine is one of the top places for human trafficking before Russia's invasion of child mm-hmm. sex trafficking. 
And that what's happened during the war effort is hundreds of thousands of children have gone missing. And most likely it's from these underground um, human trafficking rings. And they're blaming it on Russia because they want to get that uh, crimes against humanity. And then Hillary Clinton heard about this and is like, well, give me $30 billion. I'll go in there. I heard there's children. But so they're going to rebuild Ukraine. BlackRock and the Clinton Initiative are already rebuilding Ukraine, but the war is still going on. And guess who's paying for it, guys? You are. You are. The taxpayer yep. dollars are paying for this. And guess what? The same Absolutely. thing with Maui. Have you seen, like, the uh, what happened in Maui, kind of like the whole organization of the pre-events with the governor and the mayor turning off the water, um, how it was one of the C40 cities that they were going to bring about a sustainable development city, that they had plans for Lahana to basically be, be completely demolished and rebuilt up, but the the top three landowners would not sell. Did, did you hear about all this? Yeah, I did. And it, it, it's actually really, it, it's absolutely disgusting. And they're actually being sued now. The estate of these people are being sued because they said that the estate caused the fire. <laughs> Well, did you also hear that all the other residents of Lahaina have right. been evicted? What? The government evicted, evicted them. Yeah, the government evicted them. How do you evict somebody? Were they behind on payments? Because it's a disaster zone. Oh, they, come they claimed, on. They claimed eminent domain and evicted <sighs> them. We saw this coming, Josh. We talked about this, what, yeah. right oh, when yeah. it happened? Yep. I mean, yep. I was this that. is this could be a big land grab, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, it's not. It's about public safety and dead bodies. And, oh, brother, what have we done to ourselves, folks? We have got a lot to answer for, I would say. Well, you know, because over the machine paying for it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jim, to add insult to injury, um, you know, when. There's a great documentary out there about Adolf Hitler and his rise to power, and it's really mm-hmm. interesting what happened. In the 1932 to 1933, um, they, they had won a few seats within the parliament, the, the new formed Nazi power uh, po- po- party, the Workers' Party. Mm-hmm. And uh, then what you had is you had a few events, uh, the burning of the Reichstag and, and these types of things. And then they won a majority of 239 seats the next uh, – in 1933. <clears throat> and that's when Hitler began his implementation of a lot of his policies, draconian order and all this stuff. One of the things that Hitler did was he, he said that the youth is our future and that we must go out there and we must have the youth be very, very progressive in uh, propagating our agenda, our ideology. So he created what was known as the green shirts. And these were, or the Hitler youth, to go out there. And they would wear the armbands and they would go out there and inform the public of what was going on and what they were doing. Now, what's interesting is in the UK, a few years back, they created basically a volunteer army of citizens that are like global climate change watchers. So they have a, a set of a, a predicate of which they have to follow, like no smoking, no cigarette butts, no littering. And they have the ability to write a ticket. And the ticket you have to pay a fine for, but the fine doesn't go to the government. It's a private organization. And right. so these people, they walk around the uh, Britain all the time, and they hand out tickets to people that they claim are violating these policies and these rules, and people just pay the tickets. Well, well, they're not real. They're, they don't have any authority over you. Well, Joe Biden just announced that they're going to create a climate coalition agency of children in the United hmm. States, that these children oh. will be... 
will be educated on climate change. And eventually what you're going to see is them wearing uniforms and walking around and handing out tickets because you're smoking on a sidewalk. <laughs> this is a very scary time for America. We'll be right wow. back with more Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight Show. Yeah, Jim, called yes, the American Climate Corps. Joe Biden plans oh. to mobilize young people for their front lines of clean energy and climate resilience. You know, folks, put a you know you got to teach your children, man. Wasn't there an eighty song "Teach Your Children Is the Way They Should Go"? There's something about this that's just a, so harmonic that just re- re- resonates or reverbs back. Do we? Uh, oh, you gonna sick the kids after us, Joe? That's what well, we're gonna well, do now. Listen, I mean, this comes on the same day that the. Uh, the the United Nations top guy mm-hmm. said that the climate crisis has opened the gates to hell, and that they're pushing this climate agenda massively. Now, Jim, do you understand the the end game of the climate agenda? Right. Do you, th- I hope people out there understand what they're trying to do with this climate agenda. Right now, yeah. we are in a transitional phase of climate called El Nino. It's like a uh, it's a yeah, cycle cyclical. that occurs every three to five to seven to 13 years. It goes through uh, ebbs and flows, and it goes higher cycles, lower cycles. It coincides directly with the solar maximum and minimum. And the uh-huh. El Nino, if people in Rochester, New York, remember the ice storm that we had in the 90s, that was an El Nino cycle. Okay? Right. So th- that's how bad and severe weather can get during these times. Um, and it is no, it's not like something that's not known. These people know that. Right. Well, they're utilizing these cycles to say that the weather is changing and humanity is the one doing it. And so the El Nino cycle is the reason this is going to be a bad El Nino cycle. So we're going to have short Uh winters, but very, very um, horrible winters. And so they're going to utilize this to blame it on humanity and global climate change. So basically what they're going to say is that we need to protect the planet, that we're killing mother nature and that humanity is like a virus to mother nature and that humanity is the one that needs to be limited not our exhaust not our carbon dioxide and so forth but humanity needs to be limited because we're the threat and this will be global emergencies national emergencies tough restrictions and the objective is to make nature off limits to limit your freedom to limit your liberties, to push you into 15-minute cities connected by maglev trains to where you can go to this 15-minute city, this 15-minute city. And what you'll have to do, by the way, is anytime that you enter a new city, you're going to have to pay a tax. Really? There'll be an entrance tax. Oh, yeah, there'll be a global climate this change. This is Hunger tax. Games. This, this is, is, Hunger, this is Games. Hunger Games. This is a Justin Timberlake movie called In Time. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is, is what real. they plan on doing. Humanity is going to be imprisoned in their own planet. And you're going to be locked in the 15-minute cities with everything they do in there. I mean, you're going to have universal oh, basic yeah. income. Um, you remember the movie uh, uh, Ready Player One? Right, yeah. Yeah, you remember how they all lived in the uh, the stacks? Basically, right. container, uh, containers, empty containers, uh, shipping containers that were all stacked up on each other? That's where people are going to live. That's where the poor people will live, is in the stacks. Mm. But yeah, Jim, we're, we're headed towards that <sighs> world where nature becomes off-limit and humanity becomes the enemy of nature. I don't, Josh, if I wrote any of this stuff down, said, hey, Josh, I'm going to come over to your house 
And I'm going to tell you you can't leave your house. I'm going to tell you you can't water your lawn. I'm going to tell you exactly what you eat. First of all, you'd think I was a lunatic. And then second of all, you'd probably want to whoop my butt for doing saying any of this stuff. But yet, this is okay for your government to say it. And nobody's mad. Like, nobody's in the street. We're going to lock you down. Oh, well, I'll, I'll work around it, man. It's just a thing, you know. Don't worry about it. Like, are you kidding me? If I threatened you with any of this stuff, Josh, if I said I'm going to do any of these things to your home and your children, and you'd be like, uh, Jim, no, that's a no-go. Uh, we're not friends anymore. Uh, it's not going to happen. But you guys are paying people to do this to you. It, it, that's the crazy part of this. I don't understand that. We are paying them to do this to us. They're, they're using your tax dollars, right? And I mean, they're not doing this stuff for free. Hillary's not rebuilding Ukraine for no, you know, for no good reason, not because of the kindness of her heart. Looks like she had one, but you know what I'm saying? Like this is crazy. I, I, oh, oh, ah, folks, man, it is unbelievable what we're doing here. Uh, well, it's, it it's is unbelievable. But here's the thing: is that it only happens if we allow it to. It only happens if we acquiesce our power and we say yes. And with what's happening right now in Congress, in Senate, is people, we have to put our politicians in check. I mean, th- there's no more playing games here. It, this, this debt ceiling that they're about to propose, if there's anything in there you disagree with, you need to be calling your congressman and your senator 10 times a day, and everybody in your district needs to do the same thing. Like the only way that these people will learn is if you verbally yell and scream at them and tell them no. Right. If they realize that the people are ready to revolt, guess what? They will acquiesce to you, to the real power oh, yeah. and the real authority of this world. Well, that's 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 so true, Josh, because this is how hard they're pushing to try to control you. See, they know how uncontrollable you really are, but this is how far they're trying to push just to try to maintain some type of control. I know their end game is this. But if we actually just push back at all, I mean, guys, we're talking like 1% effort. That's it. It's Because li- that's how not effort – Is that wait, is that a thing? Not effort? Um, mm-hmm. That's how much effort we're not putting into this. We're not putting – oh, no, Jim. I'm out there every day pushing like on really good memes. No. No. Get out of your home. Go talk to your neighbor. Go to a rally. Get to a meeting. I mean, the first was it uh, the first step of admitting you have uh, of recovery is admitting you have a problem. You got to admit you have a problem, folks. You got to recover. You got to come out of this. Admit your problem, and then see where you can go from there. Ah, get me all fired up about locking me down. I ain't gonna do it. Well, Not today. I mean, listen, listen. The climate wars yeah. are coming, and what along with the climate wars that come, Jim, is a complete mm-hmm. restructuring of the financial system. This is why we know financial collapse is inbound, but also food and water and energy. These are the three primary parts that people need to truly understand are going to be the new battlefield that is going to be fought: food, water, and energy. These Mm -hmm. are where they are going to stress you and make you look like you are the enemy to Mother Nature. Why? Because you don't have access to clean water anymore because you are the enemy of Mother Nature. You don't have access to food because Mother Nature is responding to all the horror that you're doing to them. Energy. Well, we can't keep on producing the energy if it's polluting the earth because human consumption of energy is what caused us in the first place. This is what they're doing, Jim. I'm telling you. People need to get ready. 
Easier to kill you than deal with you. I mean, prove that statement wrong, man. Tell me I'm wrong. Easier to kill you than deal with you, because that's what we do here on, on the old uh, blue marble throwing through space here. Um, or for you flat earthers, it's a frisbee going through space, or however you guys do that. Or what is it? Okay, ju- well, we don't want to go down that path. Um, but yeah, we got it. We got to stand up against these guys because they really are out there. The bugs. By the way, guys, you start eating bugs, it'll kill you. There is a poison inside of bugs, the insects that they're trying to reproduce. There is a toxin in there that will not allow you to consume large amounts of bugs. It'll start killing you, just like the COVID shot, just like you know what? all the cheese- cheeseburgers bugs and will nitrates. Kill me? And, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I thought that this was a staple within the paleo uh, diet uh. for a very long time, Jim Price. You're <laughs> telling me that bugs will now kill me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a thing. It's kind of like you can't eat a lot of vegetables. I will go on. I will go on the record right now. I'll tell you that we should be consuming maybe one percent of the vegetables we consume right now. I won't even give you ten percent. If you actually look into what the, the actually is inside of most of the green things you eat, it actually is toxic to your body, causes inflammation. That's why you swell up. You're not fat. You're inflamed. You have snot in your body. Your body has. Um, what is it when you have histamines? You know, when a histamine, when you get the, you know, the boogers coming out, the snot coming out of your nose, you get histamines. That's what that is. That's what the, the shot causes inside the vascular system. So no, no bugs, no bugs for me. I'm going to, I'll figure it out. I'm going to go get me a squirrel or a bird or something. I'm not doing the bugs. They eat the bugs. I eat the bird or whatever. (laughs) I like eating meat. Rawr. Well, you know, you know, know it's interesting, what? Jim. It, What's that? It, it's interesting because um, bugs are actually a staple to the food supply when you look at fast food because one of the fillers that they utilize for a lot of fast foods as well as processed meats is bugs. Mm-hmm. Do you know there's an acceptable amount of poundage of bugs per pound or there's an acceptable amount of ounces per pound of flour? So every pound of flour... There's an acceptable amount of bugs and rat hair or rat parts in, in your... Look up the... The FDA has all this stuff for you. They'll tell you what the limits are for corn, for flour, for soybean, and for your food products. There's a certain amount. And by the way, that's what Nestle and a lot of these other companies are now... And Kraft are putting in there. There is a bug supplement in most foods now. They're already putting it in American foods. There's a... I can't remember what it's a... Not, not, uh, it's like a C word, if I remember right. Um, but there is already bug products in your food right now. If you're eating like Cheez-Its, uh, different things like that, the box food stuff, yeah, that, there's already bug parts in there. So <laughs> you guys already complied. Uh-oh. I wonder what they're going to do to the water. We'll be right back with more mm-hmm. Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight Show. You know, Jim, one of the things that I've yeah. been concerned about and this might seem counterintuitive, is water wars. Yeah. You know, the access to clean, drinkable water, we take it for granted every day, don't we? Right. We really do. And, you know, all the underground aquifers have been long since polluted and contaminated. What do you think that they put the ready roundup on the the weeds for? That's not for your plants. That's for your aquifers that are underneath the ground so that that ready roundup gets into the drinking water because there's no way to get it out. Yeah. 
Well, um, also, guys, you don't realize that, you know, that, uh, what is it, 30% of all the soil that you have underneath your feet or in your yard is actually a fungus, mushroom base, a fungus that if you're spraying Roundup and you're spraying an Agent Orange on everything, you're killing out the natural microbiome, which is in the soil, which actually feeds the plants and the gardens you have. And if you don't create that balance back in there, it's dead soil. And so the, the, your tomato may grow, but there really is no nutrients in it. And I think this is part of that whole chicken feed thing last year where everybody's freaking out about the chickens not producing. Um, I, I think they've been spraying these foods for so long, there's just no nutrients left in the soil to be able to produce you know, whole, wholesome food. Uh, and that's a real thing. So not only does it get into the plants, it kills the natural biome in the, in the soil, but then when it soaks down the aquifers, where do you think those chemicals are leaching into? I mean, what, only the rain goes down into aquifers? No. Those soils actually are collecting that stuff, but it also gets in there, just like the stuff from East Palestine. Uh, East Palestine, Ohio, we, we quit talking about that little debacle. That's only six months old, and we're not talking about East Palestine anymore. But that aquifer flow goes all the way down through Houston. That runs all the way down, and it goes right out through the Ohio River Valley, goes right down to the, the Gulf of Mexico. And anybody talking about those, those are lifetime chemicals. They don't just evaporate. They don't break down. So where did they go? And who is going to see the lifetime process of that, getting that out of the water? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it, it's going to take a very, very long time to recover this planet from the damage that's been done by these globalists, by these elites. But humanity is the one that ultimately suffers. And so, mm -hmm. you know, an interesting idea for people out there is imagine five to ten years in the future to where this battle is still waging, where they have weaponized food, they have limited access to water, that money is worthless, and that the only thing that you have is your friends, your families, your neighbors, your community, and your land. Yeah. Imagine that. So what now becomes the most important things? What becomes the most important things to be investing in? What becomes the most important things to be doing within your community? Firstly, making friends. Yep. Making sure that your community has the necessary skill sets to survive. Having gold and silver in your portfolio and within your home. Having brass to defend yourself. And having a piece of land. You know, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, Jim, that everybody should own America. Yeah. Well, I thought but we did. I, oh, I think sorry. that you should own America, all right? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't get checks every every month for uh, the the leasing of uh, Americans' land to, uh, to oil corporations. Companies. Yeah, to oil companies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, think about that if you did. I mean, why couldn't we? Why couldn't we, Josh? Hold on a second. Stop everything. Stop. Wait, 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 wait. So we could actually turn this, our America, into a machine that actually does pay us, a lot like the Saudis do, right? Doesn't the United Emirates, don't they, don't they have like a don't, – doesn't the, there's no taxes over there because everything in the country is paid by oil revenues? Why couldn't we do that with basically the same way we're doing here? I mean we're energy independent, but then we have all these other natural resources where people go out hunting and fishing and doing all this other stuff. And why can't we get? Why can't we benefit from that as Americans? Why isn't there enough money there for us? Where does that money go? The profits from the oil leasing. Where does that money go? What 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 bucket does it go into? Is there a balance sheet for that? Well, you know that's one of the interesting things is the United States government brings in revenue 
And uh-huh. uh, why aren't American citizens getting paid out on that? that? That's my biggest concern. I mean, why aren't they, uh, you know, hey, look. Hey, we're bringing in billions upon trillions of dollars each year. Hey, well, mm-hmm. cool. Well, where's Mike's share? Hey, look, uh, Big Pharma. Big Pharma just uh, settled a, a massive lawsuit. Billions of dollars. Cool. Where's my check? Yeah. Where's my cut? <laughs> so uh, we do have a caller on the line, John from Rochester. Um, talk about climate change. John, you're there? Hey, Jim and Josh. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, you know, what really frustrating to me, among a lot of other things, but specifically on climate change, is the media talks about man-made climate change. And whether there is some uh, man-made climate change out there, I think it's very small, if in fact it exists. Uh, they completely ignore the natural forces. And you guys have talked about it in the past. Uh, uh Josh mentioned it, uh, the, uh, some of the cycles of weather. And, of course, the solar flare. We're going through a solar flare uh, uh, cycle right now. And I think I might have mentioned this uh, to you guys before. It was maybe a couple months ago, this astronomer, Stephen Cates, Dr. Stephen Cates, who I, uh, I listen to about a 10-minute podcast every week that he does, not on climate change, but he's talked about these huge solar flares that are very recent. In fact, two months ago, one of the highest recorded solar flares on the sun uh, came, came, came and went. And guess what? The, uh, the energy from the sun travels at 3.2 million miles per hour, which means it will hit Earth in one to two days. So... These things are completely ignored by the, the media, along with, you know, the volcanic uh, eruptions that occur under the ocean, above the ocean, etc. And, you know, i got to say, there's this uh, Associated Press reporter by the name of Seth Borenstein, and he's, so, he's supposedly the climate czar of the Associated Press. Him and I have gone back and forth, but i got to give the guy credit. I talked to I argued with him through emails. On, on these solar flares and the biggest one that hit a couple months ago, he finally talked about it in one of his uh, stories, which I think that's progress. Another guy, you'll get a charge out of this, an astrophysicist who I heard on NPR <clears throat> uh, talking, talking about man-made climate change, blah, blah, blah. So I sent him an email talking about the solar flares and the benefits of carbon dioxide and photosynthesis. I said, you better go back to elementary school and brush up on photosynthesis. You know his, what his response was to me? Blah, blah, frickin' blah. That was it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this is the mentality. This guy's an astrophysicist, for Christ's sake. Right. He won't even yep. acknowledge that there are some issues out there that are not being addressed. Mm-hmm. Well, we agree with that, John, and I do appreciate your call, and uh, it's great to have that input because there's so much of this bad stuff out there um, that we can't really – it's almost like we have to unexplain everything the dummies are saying, then go back and put the truth back in place, and that takes an inordinate amount of time. Uh, What is it? The uh, You you want to be the first one to press, and whether you're right or wrong, you still get the clicks, right? So that's where we get a lot of this bad stuff from. Oh, bad information. You talk about solar flares a lot, though, Josh. We had uh, what was uh, what's that guest we've had on 
Um, I don't know why. Dave, Dave Dubane. Yeah, yeah. Dubane, Dubane. You know, great guy. He really likes that cycle stuff. <laughs> Gets into the solar flares of things, and that's real. So, what was he saying about the sulfur in the atmosphere? Well, we had him on the show a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. I, I don't remember what he was saying specifically about the sulfur in the atmosphere, but it's an indication of something. But um, a, a lot of what he talks about is the oh well, actually, he got into this because of the excess sulfur in the atmosphere, which affects it affect the uh, the coffee beans in Nicaragua uh-huh. and, and so forth. And that's the business that he was in. And that's kind of how he figured all, all this stuff out. Um, but awesome dude. If people are looking yeah. for someone out there, um, you can go check our shows that we've done with him on uh, redpills.tv. But yeah, I mean, listen, climate change, it, it actually is real. The, the word climate literally means a change in weather. So when they say climate change, you're like, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> Mm-hmm. But but yeah, it is real because guess what? We live in a ever-changing universe, ever-changing world. And yep. for the last 12,500 years that we know of, the weather has continuously shifted and changed. It goes hot and it goes cold. It goes hot and it's cold because we're moving out of an ice age, the late, mm-hmm. the late Placentine period, right? The lower, yeah. what they call the lower Dryas. And we're actually, in, in uh, the experience of uh, the temperature of the globe, we are actually in the coolest time in history right now like in one of the coolest times in history so to say that we're having global warming is obviously just huge misnomer but that's again that's that problem so yeah Uh, i don't know we got uh we got another call charles from rochester charles go ahead man hey josh and jim how you guys doing good um good man how are you good i i just wanted to make a comment um pretty much on the last callers um just to help him Understand, and I also want to uh, base a theory too with that um, statement. Um, there is man-made climate change, um, and the only reason why I say that is because, I mean, you guys know uh, we put about like five, six different kind of chemicals in the air to kind of create rain clouds or snow clouds um, to create storms, um, as well as that whole. Up in Alaska with their, their Harp. Uh, what the, the Harp. antennas, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you, both of those projects. And then you also, if you want to also throw on that third project of our government throwing into the the, the money bucket for uh, blocking out the, the sun, the UV rays, you know. I mean, right. not like our plants need that or anything. But, um, but I... I so I just wanted to throw that out so there is technically man-made climate change because we are changing the climate with what we do. But I wanted to ask you guys, um, with the chemicals that we put in the air, would you say that might have created pimples? Like, did we have pimples over 100 years ago before we started inventing flying objects and discovering, I think it was in the 60s, about putting chemical stuff in the air to create clouds, would that have created pimples in our pores? Oh, you mean you're talking about dimples, or what? I can't, I can't quite understand what you're saying. There. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, pimples. Your, your typical, uh, your pimple. You, 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 you sweat after a while, and then you're like, you may have your wife wanting to pop that white head. Oh, pimples. Ah, pimples, like as a pimple, pimples. Yeah, acne. Pimples. Oh, that's all man-made in the last 40 to 60 years. That's all, That's just chemicals that are in our body. 
Yep. That's, and uh, that's your body yeah. excreting the dangerous chemicals inside your body. And that yeah. happens because of the highly toxic environment that we live in these days. Okay, yeah. so uh, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, we, we, we're killing ourselves. <laughs> so. Cool, guys. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show after this. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Yeah. I haven't heard that song right. in a while. <laughs> back to the Dark Delight Show. Hello. Jim, this is, this is pretty interesting. Yeah. Newsmatch is reporting that Zelensky, President Zelensky of Ukraine... Okay. Has asked Donald Trump. What? President Zelensky called on former President Trump to disclose his peace plan for ending the war with Russia instead of waiting for the outcome of the 2024 presidential election. <laughs> hey, man, you know, the, you know that answer to the war that we've been doing for a couple years now? Can you just give it to us? Uh, you know. I mean, hey, hey, I heard you say that uh, if you were still president, this wouldn't be happening. And uh, I'm like talking to Joe Biden and it's like he's talking about French fries. So can you, can you help me uh, with that little plan there? Like, can you send uh, me the link interested. to that website? <laughs> we're, we're interested, buddy. Send me the link to here? the website so I can figure this out. <laughs> Come on, guys. Oh, that hurts. Oh. Imagine that you you flew in on a commercial airline, uh, landed at LaGuardia, and then goes, um, "Hey, you know that guy you guys really hate? I heard he's got this really cool answer to a war. Um, you mind if I just kind of like, you know, shout out? Hey, bro, if you got it, hit, you know, hit my digits. You got my number. I mean, what in the? Well, apparently <sighs> Trump Trump uh, said that he'll publicly share his idea now and not waste time, not to lose people." He says, my formula is to stop the war, war and stop all this tragedy and stop Russian aggression. Um, he said uh, how he sees it, how to push Russia from Zelensky's land. Uh, Zelensky said that they will not negotiate to give up any land. And, and you know what Trump will do, right? If Trump was president? Uh-huh. You know what Trump would do, right? To end this? <laughs> Put his foot down? <laughs> he, he, would, he would call Vladimir Putin and say, get out of stop. Ukraine right now. Or I am mm-hmm. going to bomb the hell out of Moscow. Th- that's what Trump would say, right? And I Putin don't, would be like, yeah. "Okay, mm-hmm. that'd be it. It'd be over." But the thing yeah. is, is that I don't. Do you? Okay, let me ask you this, Josh. We've all talked about the most of the wars just BS, and it's all money laundering. Do you honestly think that Ukraine would be better back under Russians' hands than left alone? I mean, what, what do you think is the better outcome to this? Do you think Russia taking him over is better or leaving them as an independent state? How about this? Firstly, they're not an independent state. So Ukraine is anything but an independent state. And since the 1990s, after the collapse of the Soviet Union, Ukraine has kind of been the bastard child of Eastern Europe to where the Western nations have exploited its people, its resources, its systems, and utilized it for the um, for, for basically embezzling money, human trafficking, drug trafficking, and weapon trafficking. A lot mm-hmm. of the old weapons coming out of the Soviet Union after the Soviet Union collapsed that were being sold on the black market were flowing directly through Ukraine. And this made a lot of people very, very rich, as well as they're rich in resources like oil and gas. 
and they're they're a number one exporter. So th- there's a lot of reasons why they were exploited. And so the West has controlled Ukraine for quite some time, um, more prominently since 2014, the present date. Uh, I say, I say is let's get rid of the corrupt governments and let the people of Ukraine formulate their own government elected by the people for the people, give them a copy of the United States Constitution, let them implement it, and let them thrive as a country on their own and not have any influence from Russia or the United States or any Western nation for that matter. Right. Well, and again, I just it, it, it's just like we all run around like, oh, who should this and who should that? It's like... You know, um, I, you know, everybody's like, well, what if what if China takes over Taiwan? It's like, well, to be honest with you, we probably wouldn't have so many bio labs in Taiwan if we actually were, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of stuff out there that really we've been so bad. God. Josh, can we just have a, like a confession time? I mean, well, how long do you think it would take for the government to confess all of their sins? If they had to sit in a little wooden box and tell some third party before God uh, what their sins were, how long do you think it would take? Um, America to be able to confess all their sins, what we've been doing around the world. You got two minutes, three minutes? Mm, uh, I, I would say uh, <laughs> if we had to go through the whole list and then oh, we yeah, had to yeah, discuss yeah. them, like detailed points, probably about a decade or so. But uh, if we just wanted to have them admit to it and say sorry and all step down and give up the power and authority, I mean, that, that only takes a second. That only that only takes, hey, we were wrong. We apologize. The states suspend the federal contract, and the states take back all the power until a new reorganization of the United States of America can come into play. I mean, that's what we need to have happen right now in the United States of America, is the states to step up through the 10th Amendment, take back their individual rights and sovereignty, collaborate together to end the federal charter, Call back all the military back into their home states. Call back all the representatives into their home states. Disband the power of the executive and the judicial. And then from there, the states can start to organize a new government. And the way they do that is with independent elections, paper balloted independent elections in each of those states, coming together with representatives, electors from each of those states to go ahead and decide who the new government officials are going to be, uh, representatives, so forth, when the people have agreed that it was a fair, honest, and clear election. The problem with that is that if that situation actually happened, it was a fair and honest election, um, our government would be completely right. Our government yeah. would be – you would have a president and vice president who were conservative. You would have a whole Congress. You'd have probably 90 percent of the Congress, 90 percent of the Senate, all Republican mm-hmm. because that's what yeah. America really is. Right. Well, and think about that. That's how simple it really would be, and it's not that big of a change. To say that we bring everything back to the states and we do it just with a paper ballot, again, I go back to the statistic. We, we issue 8 billion unique lottery tickets every single year called the lottery, the Powerball, the you know mega millions, whatever it is now, mega billions. Um, you know, if they can do it 8 billion times a year, we can do it every two years with 150 million ballots. I mean, 150 million ballots can be counted in one day if – we can issue 8 billion unique lottery tickets every single year and know exactly who the winner is before they even know they are the winner. That's a real thing. Well, That's here's what the thing, our government Jim. does. Yeah. Ballots are serial numbered. Are they already? It's, it's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every single ballot has a barcode on it, which is tracked. It's serial numbered. So let me but ask you But you can't this. track it. It has my personal information and my blood type on it. No, it doesn't. So why aren't they tracking 
hey, if I'm tracking this ballot and I'm sending mm-hmm. this to Josh Reed at this address, why isn't that registered somewhere to where that name, mm-hmm. that address, and that ballot number are attached to where I can go into a database and I can see, hey, there's 37 Josh Reeds all at the same address that got 37 different ballots and they all voted. Huh, that's yeah. odd. That doesn't make much sense. The reason is they don't want you to see that. They don't want that level of integration. It's you know, a matter of will, right? Matter yeah. of will. Do they have the will to do it right? And, you know, a lot of states have this this non-disclosure thing about who you voted for. Right. Forget that. You know what? Allow people to publicly express who they voted for. It changes right. all of this. All of this. Like, where you, where you can go into a public database and you can see that Jim Price voted for Ross for... Perot. <laughs> yeah, Ross Perot. I would in a minute. Oh, sorry. I would. I, well, why are you so afraid of what you voted for? Uh, is it is there it actually is a thing? Like, is there people out there like leveraging people for what they voted for? Is that a thing? Like, like you know, like a like a strong arm thing? I don't know. I don't. Is that ever happened? Does that happen? Maybe I don't know something. This would be the well, one thing. Well, I know that 2024 is going to be absolutely on fire in the sense of the election. It's going to be it's going to be pretty incredible if it actually happens because of World War Three economic collapse, pending climate doom, and all this other stuff that's potentially happening. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, we're gonna. It, it is a very interesting time to be alive, and I'm so we're all so blessed to be here right now. So. Crazy, love it, absolutely awesome. I'm looking forward to the future because you know what? These are the types of change that the world needs to become a better place. True. All right, guys. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Have a great day. Take care. Talk to you tomorrow. See you.